0: all right we're back with our podcast we're the malapert smart wrestling podcast we're here on uh, june 8th 2023 but we're gonna release this tomorrow probably june 9th 2023 this is episode 12 um Kahan. i don't uh, claim to be a wrestling expert but uh, i am still gonna Judge these recent shows, and uh, if I don't like them, I'll just uh, tell you guys that I don't like them. Be disrespectful about it. That's what uh, malapert means. In case uh, you guys are listening for the first time, a malapert's a dis- guy who's disrespectful to his elders, and you know, I guess these wrestling people claim to be very experienced and they know what they know what they're doing, but we tend to disagree. Uh, my co-host today is Vlad. Welcome, Vlad. He is the wrestling expert. He well, uh, rivals uh, Jim Cornette in his uh, knowledge of wrestling history and wrestling psychology. No, and...
1: definitely not. <laughs> definitely not my wrestling history.
0: <laughs> and definitely
1: definitely nowhere near the level of Jim Cornette as far as history and psychology and understanding and, and breaking it down and trying to explain it. But, you know, I definitely try to follow some of that mold, we, me, me and Krita don't 100% agree, but we agree more than we definitely disagree on most things.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to nitpick about the uh, the matches in general. I know when we were younger, we didn't really judge matches. They all just kind of seemed to look good, right? Like in the 90s, everyone was a pretty solid worker. I never really even questioned it. It's not like today where you're, we're watching a match and like, damn, this guy, this guy looks fake. This whole thing looks fake all these girls yeah. throwing punches looks fake. It, it never even crossed my mind when we were watching right. in nine, 97 guys like, you know, Ernest Miller or, or, disco Inferno, even when they were in the undercards, we didn't really question. It didn't look strange mm-hmm. to us. It's not like it was important what they were doing. Well, it kind of was, you know, I think it's important to have guys who know their role and are willing to take a step back and not try to fucking take over the show, even though they're like, and underneath guy you know what i mean so that's an issue with a lot of these shows that we're having is that the whole environment kind of sucks so even if we want to yeah. judge one good segment you know it's it's surrounded by a bunch of garbage that you know kind of kills it but if you just look for, at certain segments individually they're sometimes they're not that bad but uh all right we're here uh, to talk about this week in wrestling um this past week, some of the new topics uh, that came up. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Smackdown from June 2nd. This was last Friday. And uh, for you guys watching on YouTube, uh, the video stream, it's a video podcast on YouTube, I guess. It's a audio podcast on uh, any other, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, I guess. I use CastBox. We're not on iTunes Store yet, but we will be soon. But uh, I guess on all the other ones, you know, we should – yeah, I got to sign up for that. You got to, like, send them, like, an application and they'll review you. But we don't really curse that much or do anything weird, so we should get in. But uh, all right. Well, for for the uh, video viewers, I do have a little bit of addition here to our display. I got – you could watch along with certain segments. So we had our Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's cool, huh? So we had our Roman Reigns, uh, 1,000 day celebration last Friday. Triple H came out to introduce him, you know, and I really believe Roman Reigns is Triple H's guy, man. They're going to, they're going to keep rolling with this title run, especially now that there's another champion. Why not? Why not let him just be champion for 10 years or something? Who, you know, who cares? Let him be the, let him be the greatest of all time. But anyways, I'll, uh, I'll skip forward in our video, they introduce Roman, he comes out, you know, they uh, present him with this new uh, title belt, which looks a lot like the old title belt, really.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like, uh, And he's like very proud of it. <laughs> he's like, Wow, thank you so much for this. I mean, I guess it's more golden. It's like gold in the front, gold in the back, right?
1: Yeah, that, that's true.
0: How does that look on your end, bud? Can you see this? Is it kind of choppy? Or... I can
1: see it. No, is it sp- uh, no looks I can see it. Yeah. It's okay.
0: Yeah, not bad. All right. Well, uh so what what happened here? We we had a continuation of the uh the bloodline storyline which is uh J- Jimmy Uso finally uh turned on Roman and they came out which was a little bit surprising that they had the balls to come out like this, right? During especially during his celebration to confront him. And uh Jimmy finally stood up to him and uh, told him, you know, about all the mistreatment and all that. And tired that's not how family treats each other, right? I mean this this is like a six days ago now, so I'm kinda of just riffing off this from from memory. Mm-hmm. But uh, this uh what do you think of this segment here with, with Jimmy Uso? It's pretty pretty good, right?
1: Oh, it was it was phenomenal. I mean, what, pretty good. No, this was great. This was really good. This was fascinating well done the promo was great by jimmy romans reactions to everything everybody's reactions it was spot on everything was great i mean it was i mean yeah jimmy was cut kind of really good promo uh explaining like yeah like you know, this isn't how brothers are supposed to be you know you've been trying to manipulate you know and you you know we should do this like together more united type of thing Instead of like, you know, whatever, whatever I mean. And anyways, it was, it hey, was pretty, uh, to...
0: pretty, uh, impressive. The, the trajectory, of the Usos, right? I mean, they used to just, they were kind of, they weren't jobbers, but they were very underneath guys on, you know, they were on the main event a lot doing tag matches that nobody really cared about, but this right. whole, them joining with Roman and having this whole drama in their storyline, it's, uh, it's been pretty damn impressive to me, Jimmy and Jay, both of them. The acting, you know, we're smarks here, so we know the show's fake. We don't. We're 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 breaking kayfabe. They're they're acting here, but the acting is is tremendous. And uh, all right, let's move along with this segment. We're just doing a little watch along here. But um, Roman was not having it, right. I guess he and uh, they they were trying to convince Solo that uh, he should join them and and not accept the abuse, and then he did. He did. He went to their side for a second, which, uh, I guess was to throw off the audience. But, uh, yeah, in the, probably. in the end, in the end, uh, Oh, what, what else happened? Jay was the guy who was trying to make them not fight. He was trying to write. He was trying to pull the family Keep back together, together, I guess, you know, yeah. which was, which was interesting. I, for a second, I thought it was going to happen again, good writing. And then, uh, solo in the end turns on uh jimmy and he was oh the hug the hug the hug this was uh... this
1: was just <laughs> tremendous the, this was so good this was phenomenal and then at the end of it like you know roman was like well <laughs> yeah i mean look at roman he sold it so well he was going so well but then he's like at the end of it, he's like no we can't we can't
0: well, you know. in sto- in storyline you know, maybe he did. He did feel all that emotion. You know, maybe something Jimmy said to him got to him. But uh, in in the end, he's not down with it. And he and Solo gives uh, yeah. Jimmy the what is that move called? The, the super thumb to the throat or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. What uh, the it's... Samoan
1: Samoan spike.
0: Yes, yeah, the Samoan spike. So yeah, good stuff. I mean. Tremendous stuff. This this whole thing with the bloodline yeah. is this built up. This was
1: basically the SmackDown. I mean, nothing else really mattered. This. Well, was yeah, that's why trip. we're not
0: really talking about, whatever else but, happened but, but on but SmackDown. For,
1: for for what it was, it was really really good. It was captivating. It was interesting, and I thought it was a really good segment. Um, you know, and I'm, you know, I was a little critical of of like what are they still doing with the bloodline i mean it looks like they should maybe they should have already kind of wrapped it up at wrestlemania but you know what this this was a really good segment this gives me some i guess there's still some something there is what i'm trying to say there's still some something there so maybe it's not the end of the world that they're still going even at at post wrestlemania and you know we'll see what happens with it but it's it's going to be interesting i mean I think in the grand scheme of things, obviously, for now, it'll be, like, the Usos versus Roman and uh, Solo, and we'll see what happens after that. You know, I, th- I think the big thing is it's probably going to be Solo versus Roman at some point. But when, that could be, like, way down the line, though. They, they, they might, that might be something that they build for, like, the rest of this year, for all we know.
0: Man, you know, I, I don't know where it's going, to be honest. I'm at the point where I have no idea, which is good. It's a good thing, but I really yeah. I
1: think that t- I think it's been by far the best thing WWE has done in a long, long time. And this is really, really good. You know, this is really good stuff. This was captivating Television. I, I watched this whole thing without forwarding anything. You know, and, and you know how I watch wrestling nowadays. This was not. There's nothing to forward here. This was great from the beginning. Right on. It was really good stuff. Everybody did a great job, though. I want to again point that out. Everybody did really well with the, the believability of it the emotions of it just how it felt you know I, I'll disagree I think Cornette said something in his review of it that it, like he's like well this it's not wrestling but it was really good I'm like well it is kind of wrestling I mean I don't know I mean it, it's an angle it's a story it's something they've been building I mean he's uh, I don't know what he I mean it's not like a wrestling match but it's too, it's 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 an angle it's a really hot juicy angle. And that's what it was. So I, mean, I disagree. I mean, there's my, as I'm wearing this Jim Cornette shirt, I'll slight disagreement in the sense that it's not wrestling. I mean, if it's not wrestling, then what is this? This is fantastic. This Whatever it is, this should be kind of what wrestling should be kind of about. If it's not wrestling, then it should be, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. But uh, let's move along since uh, we got a little, we got a few more stuff to cover sure uh, from this week so um what do we got next we're gonna jump to uh new japan from saturday <laughs> or was this what, sunday what now? i didn't
1: like <laughs> i don't this is I'm, is this the part of the the show where i'm supposed to leave <laughs> yeah you want me
0: to turn off your camera <laughs>
1: What happened in New Japan on Saturday?
0: You're like, uh, you're like MJF. You're you're gonna- you just think New Japan sucks. You want nothing to do with it, huh?
1: New Japan (laughs) does suck, yeah. He's- he's absolutely right.
0: I- I don't know, I- I mean... I can't- I can't say I've seen enough of it. But, uh, here's, uh... The Blackpool Combat Club.
1: They were on there? They were in New Japan? Oh yeah, the
0: Blackpool Combat Club, they were- they had a match. And then afterwards, they- they introduced this video package to Okada and brian danielson Mm. i guess he's uh hiking or Mm. something in in some some valley or something like that i think i
1: may have seen this (laughs) well they
0: showed they showed it to they showed it again on dynamite right uh, that's
1: okay okay that's where i saw it okay
0: this is the first time it showed up and uh he wants he wants to prove he's better than okada and okada says something to the vein of uh Danielson, you bastard! Yes, I'll fight you, <laughs> or something like that, in Japanese. Okay. But I read it right. in, in on the subtitles. There were there were subtitles, and so he he accepts a match with Brian Danielson, and I think the uh, the internet marks and the New Japan marks and indie marks are are gonna love this match. It's just a, a super fight, sure. I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess. I'm sure. I mean, look, I I, I mean. I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm sure it'll be really good. I it'll mean, be
0: a it'll be a good match. I mean the the yeah. I mean they're they're kind of building it up as well. You know they they've got him saying you know I want to prove him better than you and and I and yeah. uh, you know so they're trying to at least build it up to the point where they both they both care about it and they both want to win. So well, uh, I'll just say,
1: I don't I don't I mean obviously I know Danielson's work a lot better. I haven't seen that much of Okada, but from what I've seen. He's like the reason that Omega's matches are usually any good, you know. Those matches that are hailed. So he's he's like a really, as far as a Japanese wrestlers go that I've seen, he's really good. You know, you know he's probably the, the best of the bunch. So if you well, could fight anybody in Japan, it might as well be Okada.
0: I saw this uh, documentary on YouTube that somebody uh, made very very well done. Somebody like summarize all four matches and the storylines leading up to the omega okada matches and uh you know when that actually was a pretty it was pretty well done it was pretty well done i mean i've seen the matches but i didn't know the whole angles and the whole history of everything but i i'm caught up on it pretty much and okada was like i think he had like 14 title defenses which was like a record and he was just uh and o- Kenny Omega was the one who finally took the title from him in their fourth match. So they had yeah. they had four, four amazing matches, and uh, they let him go. You know what I mean? They let him actually fight to the end, and they both fought to, to the bitter end with every bit of energy they had, and nobody interfered and everything. So in, in that sense, I guess that's kind of cool, you know, because yeah. in WWE there's usually fuck finishes, and they don't let yeah. people see who really goes over but in in that in this case, you know i I imagine some somebody will go over Danielson or Okada. I don't know if they're gonna gimmick it or or make it, yeah. yeah, I mean they they gotta choose one somebody somebody's gotta go over the other guy. I don't know, I don't know, it'll be interesting. it'll be a good match. I'm sure Robert will love it, but yes. let's move along. I mean, there's really nothing not much to talk about from from raw this week, I guess if you want to comment that you know they're just letting. Seth Rollins be a, a babyface world heavyweight champion. And, uh, you know, I thought it was kind of boring, the match with Damian Priest. I didn't think there was, there was no, there was no, uh, suspense. No, everyone knew yeah. who was going to win. There was not going to be a title change. I don't know. I mean, babyface title runs are very tricky because it's, it's like, you know, how can you make it interesting? Which, which was something I argued about. I still think Cody Rhodes should have won at WrestleMania, but it's still, you know, I, I wouldn't, I don't know how his title reign would have went. He's just a baby face. It would have been, well, you know, he's a good guy. He's going to win a few matches now and hold the title for a few months until somebody takes it from him. But I'm, I'm not too in love with Raw. I mean, the KO Gunther match was pretty high profile. Yes. But that was good other, other than that, not really much. Um, so we'll move on to Dynamite. On uh, the 7th, June 7th, Wednesday. Started out. What do we got here? I got my notes on dynamite. So, mm. uh, what do we start? We're only going to talk about certain topics in depth. But since we're going in order, I don't know if you want to m- have any comments about Orange Cassidy and Swerve. They had a really high profile back and forth match. And, um,. Orange Cassidy uh ends up winning as you know. I don't know how many title defenses this is now. But I'm I'm forwarding through this match just to just to show, you know, that that uh, they had a long match, I guess. They 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 really gave it to each other. Uh Orange Cassidy had to overcome some interference from Prince Nana, I guess <laughs> it was right right there. And in the end he uh he rolled them up. He did one of his roll up moves, you know. But uh, he held the tights this time, so he'll do whatever it takes to win <laughs> Orange Cassidy. <laughs> and he goes over Swerve Strickland this time. And uh, I know you're over this title reign. You're over this angle. It's too, it's too many matches, I guess. It's, it's too much a part <laughs> of the show. 20 minutes every single show, basically. And uh, I, if, if you want to rip on it, you could. I didn't think it was such a bad match, personally.
1: Uh, it was really bad. It was just two <laughs> guys. It was not like that bad. It was very bad. It was just two guys doing move after move, kicking out of everything at the end, and then to have it end on another roll up. It's like it's like a joke. It's like a joke thing. It's like it's like the worst joke you could think of. It was awful. It was terrible. They just they hit each other with everything, especially Swerve hitting all these finishers and. Finishing, yeah. moves on this orange did kicked out of everything, they both did, they both did, but especially uh, orange Cassidy kicking out of all of Swerve's moves. And then the match ends on the, on the roll up, which is like a, a new gimmick thing where he just wins on every match on the roll up. It's, it's like the old ECW where you hit each other with trash cans and burned each other alive, but then you win with a schoolboy. I mean, it's retarded, okay? It's just not good, <laughs> hey, okay? Hey. I mean, Don't say I, retarded I that's a little that's bit offensive. ashamed. That, uh, i'm sorry it's uh, we're trying to not, get on the
0: itunes store here man we, <laughs> uh,
1: okay well it's just it's very badly and poorly done how about that you could edit you could edit it out how you want but uh, i thought it was really bad and i can't believe they let these guys go for 30 almost 25 minutes of the show and i don't know what else to say and uh it's. It doesn't seem like it's ever gonna end or stop. But I was ashamed, as a wrestling fan, that I had to watch this. But, but I did because I wanted to kind of take notes and 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 see what the heck actually is happening. In the show. I tried to watch it a little bit more closely than the previous Orange Cassidy matches, and I did. And I and I regret it. So <laughs> there goes there goes that.
0: well, well all right. I mean. I'm rolling with Orange Cassidy. I think I, I'm interested to see yep. where they go with this. I want to know how long his title reign is going to last. I want to know where what happens after his title they're reign. Not, I want to know if he's going to go after the world title. You know, the, he should, oh, he's yeah. going to get into the world heavyweight title picture. Um, yeah, you know, if he's, if he's, yeah, if, if he's this amazing, if he could take any move possible by any character and still end up like winning the match on a roll-up, why shouldn't he get a, a title reign? I mean, if Rey Mysterio gets a title reign, why not at Orange Cassidy? Yeah,
1: because this guy's comparable to, to Rey Mysterio. I
0: yeah. mean, he's he's little like that, you know? He, he does the yeah. moves. It's just his gimmick that's really weird, I guess. I mean, his wrestling isn't really that bad. Like, if you take away the hands and the pockets and, and the gimmick about him being lazy, is he really that bad? Oh,
1: the hands and the pockets kill me. Uh, yeah, he is that bad. Because well, the psychology of
0: it is screwed up to you because he takes too many moves, and he, he still ends up not dead, right? I guess that's that's the main. I mean, there the is no thing.
1: psychology to these ma- to these matches. There's just it's just move after move after move, kick out, kick out, kick out. Uh, hit you with everything I got.
0: Well, what was I the mean... psychology behind Hulk Hogan hulking up, or the or the Ultimate Warrior? You know, not uh, selling. You know, what's the difference?
1: There. So, this guy is compared. You're comparing (laughs) this guy to Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior.
0: Yeah, he's got heart, man. He's got heart. That's in the storyline. This
1: this shrimp, you're comparing to Hulk Hogan, who's six, seven, what, nearly 300 pounds, Ultimate Warrior, who's roided up to the gills. You're comparing it to uh, uh, Orange Cassidy, hands in his pockets. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> all right all okay
0: right. I, mean, I got you let's move on with the show yeah, let's <laughs> move on, we got I, other we're topics
1: gonna, we're, we're not gonna see eye to eye for the for sure this, no so i know definitely
0: not, a- not but it, we're just you know i mean i'm not as down on it as you are i guess i'll say i mean yeah, i very down. i i do wish just, he would he wouldn't sell it he wouldn't kick out of everything you know that's it's a little funky to me yes I, i'll admit that i i think they could work it better but uh, that's AEW in general. I mean, the Young Bucks kick out of everything. They're considered, they consider themselves supermen, you know? Yeah. I mean, I I think there's a, I do think there's a difference between a type of uh, uh, Kenny Omega-Okada type of match where they both are fighting with everything they, they got, and they really, really will go to any lengths to try to win, and, uh, you know, it happening for the Young Bucks or Orange Cassidy. It doesn't make as much sense. I'll admit it. But they did make this storyline, and he's he's unbeatable. So oh, that's what the storyline is, and I'm going to roll with it and see what happens. See who finally beats him. All right, let's move along. Let's Good see too. if we... <laughs> oh, Sting. Sting did return, huh? There was a post-match beatdown because Orange Cassidy won. And Sting right. continues his, uh, his storyline of uh, he's against gang violence. He doesn't like... Beatdowns like that. Oh, like
1: that's from... <laughs> that's why he came out. This like the gang violence. I see.
0: Yeah, all the way since the NWO days. You know, he's, he sees this I type of thing. I thought it was thing. just
1: because they had nothing to do for him or Darby. They're just coming out to help.
0: No, no, he got flashbacks of NWO beating oh, uh, beating up DDP, and he came and saved Orange Cassidy. He's like, I'm not going to stand for you. this. <laughs> but uh, they're friends okay. with Orange Cassidy. They're going to be in that uh, eight man tag next week. But whatever. oh yeah. Yeah, well, Sting's going to have a match. It's kind of significant. Any match Sting has, but yeah, it's going to be a lame eight-man tag. But let's move along. What's this? Um, Ricky Starks and Jay White are going to be the main event, so they preview that little video package. Not bad to preview what's going on in the main event, at least. Uh, Danielson and Okada, they show that, uh, that video package that we showed already earlier in the show, and Danielson's coming out to do commentary for this uh this match, Blackpool Combat Club against these guy never knew this. These guys, uh, the best friends of Rocky Romero, are in Okada's stable. That's what they're trying to say here. That, oh, uh, I didn't
1: get that. I just saw that they were called Chaos, and I wrote, "Who is Chaos?" In my, I guess in my notes, Who's
0: they're in Okada's stable in New Japan, so that's why they're gonna I've beat them, them up. They're no gonna idea. beat them up and show that uh, you know they they're superior. They said this
1: during the the program. They, they said this.
0: Excalibur taught this to me, because I, I I rely on him for my new Japan knowledge. <laughs> Good God! Okay,
1: well, you know, I'll be honest. I I really did not watch most of this match. I forwarded through a great deal of it. Uh, yeah, I me
0: too. Just like no this.
1: In, <laughs> I had no interest in it whatsoever. Uh, like zero interest. Like none at at all. Like uh, just none.
0: Well, this this part of the end was kind of funny. I thought. I mean. They're going to win here. Uh, Rocky Romero is going to tap tap out to John Moxley. Right. And uh, Wheeler is doing the elbow thing on, on Chuck Taylor. And the bell rings and he doesn't stop. And then Danielson's like, <laughs> he likes it. He likes the violence. I don't know. Sometimes Danielson cracks me up. But I don't like this whole Blackpool combat thing overall. But anyways, moving along until we get Okada and Danielson. Oh god, okay, this one I'm gonna say yeah. I I really don't like. This is uh uh the elite. They're gonna they they say they wanna continue their feud with uh what's his name? Mm-hmm. With the Black Bull Combat Club. Even though yeah, they had so they anarchy in the arena charge, already charge,
1: Yeah, to a Trios match next week.
0: Yeah, they want a fair trios match where Takeshita fair, doesn't yeah. interfere and and all that, yeah. so, oh god, this is awful. I hate when they oh. continue storylines after the blowout, you know, they've already, this has already been blown off, they shouldn't do this, but okay, no, whatever, they accepted and that's gonna happen. Uh, what else is next? Uh, oh, they show a video package for Osprey and Omega, So people are thinking this Forbidden Door lineup is looking pretty good already, cause this is gonna be for that New Japan US title. Yeah, I'm not
1: a fan of either guy, so this doesn't excite me.
0: I mean, they're excellent sellers, but we'll see what happens there. I think it'll—I think that'll also be an okay match. But... For I, people that
1: like those type of that type of wrestling, they will enjoy this match. I—I I agree. I'm not a fan.
0: All right, so business picks up here finally. MJF enters, and he's fresh—fresh uh, oh, fresh off yes, a fatal four-way victory over the other pillars, and he's still the champion still the man. So let's see what he comes up with today. He's gonna come in and do his regular heel stuff. He talks crap to Colorado. This time he calls everyone druggies. I never heard that, that people in Colorado are a bunch of drug addicts. I don't know. Never heard that stereotype. Because, uh, with...
1: because I think they were the first state to legalize marijuana. Maybe.
0: Is that true? Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: And then uh, he calls them. he calls it a boring town. I don't know. I've never been to Colorado. So, I mean, but if there's drugs, how boring can (laughs) it be? he was was so good here.
1: He was, well, yeah, exactly. But if there's drugs, how boring (laughs) could it be, right? But no, it was great. When they were chanting or they're saying that he sucked, he said, Colorado, your mother (laughs)
0: swallowed. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Honestly, some of that.
1: uh, Yeah, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say some of that stuff is kind of cheap. Some of his his heat he gets when he just straight up talks crap and calls people stupid and poor. I
1: don't know, man. I thought he was in tip top form in this promo. I thought he was great. I thought he was just aces here. He was he was basically the the one shine moment on on the show. I felt, but yeah, let's 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 I mean let's talk through it.
0: Well, uh, so he says he's got no competition left, and Adam Cole's music hits and uh he comes out to his dramatic music and the crowd's all into him. He's got a lot of fans from his history before AEW. And um he comes in, you know, he, Danielson tells him to stop cuz he's he's all into his 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 entrance, you know. he he always does this it's too flamboyant, yeah. you know. I kind of agree with Jericho. Get to work, man. You know, you haven't really done anything here to prove yourself but okay you know he's living off his former glory as a lot of people are in AEW. Mm. but uh let's see mjf uh cuts a promo to him in front of his face let me read read some of my notes and see what he says here um yeah actually actually actually, he put him over at the beginning right he's like finally this is good competition compared to what i've been dealing with and um he says he looked up to Adam Cole when Cole was in Ring of Honor and CZW, that he studied his tapes, and right. that he thinks he was the best NXT champion. So he's he's doing a good job. I mean, because he knows he's going to have a match with them. So you don't want to shit on the guy you're going to have a match with. Make it look like at least it's it means something. You know, don't just come right off the bat. But he does eventually put his foot on his throat and uh, tell him some some hardcore mean things that, you know, might get to him, might get to his his uh, his emotions, let's say. Mm-hmm. But uh, he made fun of. Um, he said he hides at home playing video games. Gets no sun, that he looks like a virgin golem. They makes fun of his physique. You know, says he used to mm-hmm. be in, in good shape. And uh, he says, oh, he says that the fans are wrong because they say that he hasn't been showcased. But uh, he says they give him the big ring walk entrance. They give him the girlfriend. Which is true, they let him have you know Britt Baker as a girlfriend in storyline that puts him over, makes him look like a cool dude. Gave him a, a big role in that reality show, but um, he says Adam Cole's had all the opportunity, but and that he hasn't. But he puts himself over, he gets himself over, and um, that's correct. He oh then he he, he talks about how uh, he left NXT because Vince McMahon oh, didn't think he could be yeah. a top guy. That was yeah. the big. That was the big insult at the end, and he, and MJF said he agrees with Vince about that.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my God! So there were so many good lines. Uh, this was an amazing, spellbinding promo. Obviously, yes, he started off really well, just talking about how he looked up to Adam Cole. But the guy. But then he said, "But the guy that came to AEW looked so frail." He makes crack whores jealous, and I popped so, so hard on that. I thought that was hilarious. I laughed so hard because obviously there's been a lot of people talking about, I guess, the body or the. the yeah, that he, he's of, a
0: thin guy. He doesn't look like a guy yeah, who could beat anybody whole, up.
1: And then, of course, when he when he started talking about Vince McMahon and and how like yeah, I think Vince was right. I thought that was great too. And, but Adam Cole did have one good line about, it. like, I think he kind of made a joke about, like, hey, my body's natural and you're kind of on roids, you know. With, yes, with the, that's I was going to bring
0: that and, up next. Yeah. What do you oh, think? Okay. We we always used to, to talk about that when we'd, we'd see a wrestler and we'd be like, damn, that guy's uh, obviously on roids. I, you, I mean, I, I it's know. the first time I've mentioned, I've heard anyone mention that about MJF, but good point. He yeah. is a hella ripped. I mean, he got
1: hella I, ripped. He got hella ripped.
0: Is it because he's really that disciplined and he wants to be in shape, or maybe it's just like a wrestling thing that you got to get on roids if you want to consistently be that ripped and be the top guy? Because who can do I, that, man? Can really MJF? <laughs> it's like he looks amazing. I mean, I kind yeah, of see great. what Adam Cole's talking about here. I, but again, you can't say we don't know what's we going don't on. Know. Now. I mean,
1: I mean, he doesn't look like crazy, like roided up like, like, like the guys from the 80s or like even like The Rock now or whoever. He looks really good physical shape, but it. I don't know. I mean, it, could he be? I guess it's, you can't never say never, but I, I never really thought of it when I, when I watched him. Like, oh, this guy's on the juice. So I don't know. Uh, but anyways, that was a good line, and, and I did laugh. But then uh, MGA MJF came back, he's like, well, that's a l- tough talk from Keith Lee's manager, and I popped again. <laughs> and I popped again. Because <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I laughed so many times during this whole promo, because I'm like, man, this guy's so good. I, I mean, he's just so good. I mean, he carried the whole I mean, whatever program they're doing here, I mean, to say that he carried it is, is, is well, not even doing it justice.
0: Well, before you say say that, let me go through a little bit of what Adam Cole's response was, when he got when he got the microphone. Sure, yeah,
1: he said some things. He said some things. Yeah, Go he ahead. said
0: he said something. So let's analyze and who 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 did better in this backing contest. Um, he shit on MJF. Um, on he said that was not a good promo. He shit on the promo that MJF just cut. He's like, is that a good promo? That was not a good. Pro- I thought you were the best. So I don't know. That wasn't that strong. I think. He called him. Um, A toxic social media troll, the way he makes fun of people, and he said Britt Baker could beat him up, (laughs) could beat up MJF. Well, if she can
1: beat him up, she definitely can beat Adam Cole.
0: (laughs) Well, that's true too. (laughs) That's what MJF did say that she owns his balls. But I mean, what guy's girl doesn't own his balls? So that's that's not such a bad thing to tell someone. But um, he he calls uh, he called him he called MJF a world class douchebag. Okay. Yeah, also, not that, yeah, uh, he said the, the the steroid thing. You know, at least he's natural. Okay, that and,
1: one I did. That one I enjoyed because I, I did laugh at it. But you know, I, I don't know. If this is like the you know as we just discussed how true it possibly could be. I it's still it a good true.
0: rip. It's still a good bag. you it know was, and it MJF. A good that
1: was that was his one good line. I felt.
0: MJF looked pissed off about that, and then um. He says he said that the boys and that the audience don't respect him as a human being. I guess that nobody oh, I never, respects him I as a know. human being.
1: I mean, okay, like that—that that matters very. I mean, that—that's definitely not a good bag. Like, who cares?
0: Yeah, MJF. He responded with, "He doesn't care about that. He's because he's rich." And uh, Adam Cole uh, goes on to call MJF uh, a coward, um, I mean, and whatever. that's how he kind of ropes him into this match, and. Uh, he yeah. tells him that, you know, you'll never fight me, and MJF's like, you know, damn it, I'll fight you any day of the week. So, so they made it that Adam Cole actually did get under his skin, and he kind of got over on him in this segment. And, and MJF let him get over cuz you know he tricked them tricked them into a match they're going to have a match next Yeah week. I mean I,
1: but I didn't I don't so – they're having a match I think they said for next week but I again it's one of those what do they call it eliminator matches so is it for the title or is it not what what is what is that No mean? it's
0: it's for a chance at the title if he wins then he'll get a title shot so Okay um I got it potentially it's just he a could, weird
1: way that they Non title match if winner, if he wins, he gets a chance to title, but like eliminate well,
0: they, it. They've always had up. matches like that, you know, yeah. just, just, they don't, they never called it that, but you know, that, yeah. I don't mind them having but, a non title. They could just call it a yeah. non title match. That's what it's always been called. You know, if you win, obviously you should get a title shot. They don't need to call it a right. title of elimination. Match. Yeah,
1: but overall, this was really good. I mean, obviously, but basically because of MJF's work as a as a heel and just as a promo which he's i mean he's as good as it gets in wrestling as a as a as a heel promo i mean i don't think i've i haven't seen anyone this good since like the 80s or early or late 90s and you know or, and stuff like that the, the top guys basically the top promo guys he's up there with the top promo guys in the business of all time
0: i agree i don't think i that agree could,
1: I don't think that could be debated. Like, he is...
0: Yeah, everyone so respects him it. professionally. He's just a douchebag. They don't like him because well, he's a, a douchebag. <laughs> yeah,
1: whatever. I like him either way. I mean... But anyways, yes. I think... You know, he got this angle over pretty well. So I'll give him credit. And now there's some interest in this match.
0: Yeah. Well... That's pretty much the whole show. I mean, I'll skip through the rest of it just to like so we can yeah. give a final grade and, you know, talk crap about whatever we can. But uh this this angle, uh, so Ethan Page, the roles are reversed now. He's going to work for Matt Hardy the way Matt yeah. Hardy worked worked for him. So this is a this is an underneath angle, but at least Jeff Hardy has something to do. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. This match, this is one that could get ripped on by uh, by Cornette and everybody. It's a Texas tornado. Yeah. And my uh,
1: God, bro. <laughs> it
0: was it was a pretty damn hardcore match. The storyline goes that these guys, the the Hispanic guys, the La Facción Ingobernable, Dralistico, and Preston Vance, they they're so they they so want to prove themselves that they are trying really hard here. They will literally fight a death match with these two guys who are at the top of the card just to prove themselves. So they have a, a pretty crazy hardcore match. Uh, Preston Vance gets a lot of juice. He, uh, I don't know well, how he did I'll it just, or before, where before he did it.
1: Continue, but, yeah, I, did, I didn't see that part, but you know, I just I forwarded through, and then all of a sudden I, I stopped it because I see Vance just bleeding Heavily bleeding in this match. I'm like, what is this going? What is happening in this? Why are they even having this tornado nonsense match? So, I had very little interest in it. Can't have to be honest with you, man. There's, I have, but I did notice that, and, and I'm like, what is happening? You know, I, I, I will say that that did stop me in my tracks forwarding, just to see what the heck was going on and why this guy was had was busted so heavily open for this ridiculously terrible tv match
0: yes it it was a strange booking i mean there that is the storyline that uh but they 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 did they did the heavy work for this episode they there was they fought into the crowd they took the heavy bumps so these were the guys who did it today and then oh this is my favorite spot the the jose the assistant spot he hasn't done this in a while where he he gets in the ring and Rips off, rips off his shirt. <laughs> guy, he looks pretty good for uh you yeah, know, just a manager.
1: He's, young, he's but... a good yeah, he's, yeah, he's <laughs> he could be a wrestler. He could be
0: a wrestler. I mean, I guess he could be someday. It would be pretty funny, but I <laughs> I think he's hilarious. But yeah, overall, uh you know, these these guys even Tony Khan wants to get them over and, and put them give them like a spotlight, you know. He didn't do anything to rush that one time for the match he had with Jungle Boy, didn't reprimand him. So I guess you know. Well,
1: maybe not. But he hasn't. I haven't seen him on TV since since then. <laughs> so maybe he kind of did quietly. Who knows?
0: I mean, he was on TV. He, he's on Ring of Honor a lot. So it's it's uh,
1: that 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 doesn't count as TV. That's that I don't even know what that is anymore. That's online nonsense.
0: It's work. That doesn't it's even work. At least he's getting work. It's work.
1: Yeah, it's true. work, but I mean, I, I, I mean, yes. But this was, it wasn't as. I don't think it was as bad as that Rouge Jungle Boy match. But obviously, yeah, those guys also. I mean, they also kicked Hooks and Jungle Boy's ass throughout most of this match as well. But just maybe not as thoroughly as that other match that was heavily criticized by pretty much every anybody and everybody. I think uh, even, AW, fans that love everything were criticized jungle boy got killed that much this wasn't as bad but it was still pretty pretty bad
0: well if these guys are gonna get a rub the la facción and gobernable guys you know i don't i don't know what what it's for what the point is are they actually gonna push yeah
1: what rub they're not getting any rub
0: but well they're getting they're in a rub they're getting a rub because they're in a match with these high profile characters you know hook and jungle boy but uh anyways moving on tony khan is here with an announcement and this is very strange. let's hear your thoughts on this Vlad uh, mm. we got the we got the main event of collision here I'll pause it on the screen it's uh, <laughs> Samoa Joe and Jay White and Juice Robinson which I don't know why Samoa yeah. Joe is is with Jay White and juice very random booking but FTR and Punk I guess that makes sense they've they've been with each other in the past. And uh, Punk is back. He's back on the show. Look at him. There he is. So, uh, what do you think of the fact that they introduced them, introducing him back in a match? It's just, it's just a trios match. Is this how you pictured it would happen? Is it exciting?
1: Well, you know, I mean, I don't mind the match. I think it could be obviously very solid. But obviously, yeah, I wouldn't, I would hope that he's. I mean, they could still have the match, but he could still. Maybe he'll still come out before the match and like to open the show. I. I. I mean, I'm almost positive that he'll open the show, either way. So, I mean, I'm not sure if that means that he's gonna wants to work specifically with Joe, and because we know FTR and the Bullet Club Gold guys are working in angle, right? That's kind of been decided already that they're working an angle. So, does that mean that Punk is going to be working an angle with Joe? Which I'm on board for because I think Joe is great. Uh, he, I just, I'm just i guessing he's in Ring of Honor because I don't see him anymore either. Um,
0: yes, he is. Uh, he's the TV champ.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, Joe is great. Joe is just top-notch and I've always loved his work when he's used properly. Um, and Punk obviously, feuding with Joe could be actually pretty good. You know, but uh, the six-man tag, mm, you know, obviously, I'm, you know, I'm sick of the trio stuff in AW, but as far as if it's going to be, a, you know, this could be a good quality. This is like a good quality of wrestlers for the most part. Even the Bullet Club gold guys are kind of slowly growing on me. Not so much uh, the Switchblade guy, but I do. I told you I like Juice and about uh, you know, and Joe is great. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah, I don't know what to expect from the show. I think there's a, big, a lot of questions about what the show's going to be like. I just hope that it's different than Dynamite and more focused on good wrestling and not silly, silly stuff.
0: Well, who would have thought that first day that uh, that uh, the Bullet Club Gold attacked uh, Ricky Starks that it would be the beginning of the storyline of CM Punk's return. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're going to throw him into this storyline with, uh, the Bullet Club and FTR and they're right away announcing that he's going to be in a match. I'm not so sure that they're going to ha- let him cut a promo, like you're saying, but, um,
1: I mean, it would be criminal to have the show in Chicago and have them not open the show talking but maybe
0: they'll maybe they'll open the show with this match that's the main event comes first, you know, then everyone can leave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so it's not the main event it's the opening so the main event is the opening match I got you
0: yeah, well, that's the a e w style but um, that is their style. i i I'm not really happy with the this announcement a trio smash. Yeah, I got it.
1: No, I didn't mean, understand.
0: it's not what I wanted, personally. I, I kind of wanted yeah. them to, to have a little more excitement about it, just throw something at the wall, something a little unexpected, just do it on the spot. But, if this is how they're going to introduce an angle with uh, Joe and Punk, which is what we've been hearing as, as a rumor that uh, Punk wants to work with Joe, maybe yeah. for the Ring of Honor television title, huh? So we'll go down to Ring of Honor and find him, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what the deal is here. I don't, know, cause I don't know. I don't know what the point watch, is.
1: I actually want to watch this thing. And if they go down to Ring of Honor, I, I'm going to lose track of two of the better wrestlers on this roster. So let's hope. We already lost track of Joe. So <laughs> I don't want to lose track of Punk 2 as, as he's coming back. So don't go down to Ring of Honor because that's like, that's might as well, you, you know, go to the Bermuda Triangle. You'll never be found.
0: Uh, you know. I don't know about him having a match as his return, you know, in the return is re- the angle for his return. Excuse me, blah blah, blah. but uh, you know, it's it's not the way I would bring him back, just to have a, a regular match. But who knows? Maybe they'll surprise us and something interesting will happen. Joe yeah. should uh, shave his head, like he did with Wardlow. We should just like beat him down after the match, shave his head, completely disrespect him. And then well, they'll fight I mean, at, uh, yeah, in should, London. Don't in London. Do right, I
1: don't think you should do that right away. I mean, they don't have it. <laughs> they don't really have any reason to do that yet.
0: It's the first episode of Collision, man. Something crazy's got to happen. <laughs> something substantial. Yeah.
1: Some, I, it might, but I don't know about shaving Punk's head. That seems a little out there.
0: Something. Something to embarrass I, him. Something to make him mad. Something to make this personal. You know? Yeah,
1: I can see that happening, but not shaving his head. Like attacking him, beating him up something like after the match or before before the match or or something like that but not shaving his head (laughs) yeah
0: alright well let's move along Uh, what else happened what else happened on this here on this here show we got
1: Takeshna had fought a jobber that was my next note
0: yes Takeshna fought a jobber Beat him up, and then uh, after the match, they cut a promo. Uh, yeah. Don Callis continues to try to explain to us why uh, Kenny Omega Still makes no <laughs> sense. Zero <Yeah, no laughs> sense. But they have no said, explanation he, for this. Well, he says he he's responsible for Kenny Omega's success. I guess. Is, so is what the deal is. But
1: why did he sub- so What does that mean? That he has to turn on him? It made no sense. You know, it's like he keeps saying this. He again mentioned that he cost him his family and. But now he's gaining a, more, another family, or it was confusing, dude. I didn't. End, I mean, it makes no sense. But I will say, despite it making no sense, Callis uh, gets pretty good heat. Uh, the crowd was booing the crap out of him, and I, you know, it was, it was good heat. It was good, but it still made no sense as an angle.
0: Cornette, uh, I listened to Cornette's review of last week's Dynamite, and he uh, he likes Takeda, this role as a heel. It's a little. I like his facials. I like how he looks. I like his smug attitude. Um, Taz also put yeah. put this over. He says he likes Callis and Takeshita together. I don't mind this either. I kind of want to see Takeshita as a heel against Omega. I think that might that might be something. But uh, this is
1: I don't disagree. I don't disagree with any of that. I I have kind of liked Takeshita. I even like some of his matches. I think he's a good worker. So I think he'll interesting as a <clears throat> excuse me as a heel as well. But
0: and I kind of yeah, like Callus, little... uh, to be honest. Like I, I don't know what the whole you know deal is with the uh, the heat he's getting. Like some of these fans, you know, they they actually like heels when they think when they respect them and they think they're you know good talkers or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know where the heat comes from with Callus. Is he just he's the an, an annoying looking guy or what? I mean, I don't really hate him that much personally. I, yeah. I think he's I yeah. think he's all right. You, what about you? You, you is he like the uh, is he Does he have go-away heat for some reason? Is he not good on the mic? Is, is, is he not interesting? What, what, what is it with that? I think he
1: does have some go-away heat, but I think he is somewhat interesting. Like, there's something there for him to be as a heel manager. I just... I don't know if it's go-away heat that he's getting right now or not, or if it's just, like, people are really pissed that he turned on, <laughs> turn on Omega, but I can't really tell. But... Uh, I'm okay with him. I mean, I think this is a good use of him. I just obviously he couldn't make sense of the angle. They can't really explain the creative. As, as, as I
0: mean, they maybe say. maybe he thinks uh, Omega, you know, deserved he deserved more respect and for Omega to do more things for him because he was responsible for. He's according to him that Omega wouldn't yeah. have had all this success without him. And finally, he got tired of it and, uh, and turned on him. Not appreciated, you know, like Jericho. Yeah. He wants to be appreciated.
1: Anyways, yeah, let's move whatever. along.
0: Alex Marvez yeah, here. God was was awful. I guess I gotta give a mention to him, to his acting. Terrible. And yeah, poor yeah, Christian has to, uh, has to be in a scene with him. Christian, yeah. a great, fantastic talker and worker. But uh, mm-hmm. they beat up. Yep. Uh, he he blamed Arn Anderson for, for losing that match to Wardlow, which is kind of true. What was Arn doing in yeah. there? you know okay uh, <laughs> uh and then they beat up uh arn anderson's son brock who looks so yes. much like arn anderson but uh they yes. left him laying in the locker room and marvez was like he could hear the whole beatdown happen. he's like what is going on in there <laughs> yeah but, was uh, awful okay he was i don't know what what is that uh leading to is that leading to christian versus arn anderson or, or another match with wardlow i guess uh he still wants that or, TNT title? I don't know.
1: Who does he they, fight? Does he fight Luchasaurus? This time? Does he fight Christian? I don't know. I don't know what it's leading to, but it doesn't seem like anything worthwhile, if you ask me.
0: I mean, if they're going to have another match, they already had a crazy violent ladder match, so I don't, I don't know what else they could do, but they're going to continue yeah, that feud. They had too, a apparently. very
1: poor ladder match. They may want to go back to the basics. Yes, from they they start with a ladder match but they'll have a regular match next which is AEW booking in a nutshell. all
0: but right anyways. what else what else happened uh, we got another statlander match against Anna J yeah. which I know you're a great fan of she looks she looks great good outfit yep um, nothing
1: to do with the wrestling work but I am a fan of her I'm a yeah. fan of her uh, assets if you will <laughs>
0: Sure, I she feel has you. Numer-
1: she has she has great assets.
0: Well, so does Statlander. You know, to be honest, I think uh, yeah. they're let's just uh, they're both attractive women here. But uh, yeah, yeah. again, yeah, I don't I don't want to analyze the work, but Anna J, she, she doesn't she doesn't look strong sometimes. No, I guess I think they let her yep. have a little too match too much here. If they wanted to make Statlander put her over and you know make her look good since she's the new champion. I think she could have done a little more. She had a, a little uh, interference to deal with with Daddy Magic, Matt Menard trying to get in there, and but in the end she pulls it off and gives her the finishing move and get this long match. Oh, of Valkyrie was in the match, so I guess that could be next. Taya Valkyrie against yeah. Statlander. Maybe Jade is going on vacation or something, but uh... who knows. <laughs> But I'll. Just, I,
1: I think I mentioned before. Uh, I'm, I'm. I like Statlander. I think there's something there. I think they could do something with her. She. She looks good. She looks like a. She, like I said, she's really improved in her. Uh, physique within the last couple of years. I. I think injuries are a problem for her. But. Um. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. As far as.
0: I, I mean, what's... what? What do you mean by exactly? They could they could do something with her? Like, do do what? Like you're saying they can write a good angle for her or something like well yeah that's
1: the when hope, have right? they ever done I mean, that, that is the point that, that is the point of wrestling is that if you're going to put somebody as the champion you want to hope that they can uh, or a champion I and mean, she's not the champion i mean there's there's so many champions in this
0: company they should let it's the like... writers from uh impact wrestling come and write a storyline for statlander and taya valkyrie i think that would Impact is, is actually a pretty solid company. They're in they're in a really small budget looking arena and, and it looks kind of dorky, but they're they they do well with their angles. They do their angles classically, so um, I don't know. I don't know. Like you're saying, they have they they can do something with her. When has AEW ever really done well, something sure. like that? sure. That but,
1: and there you and there I won't argue. I said hypothetically there could be something there. I, sure. Yeah. What we know knowing what we know about AEW, you're right. It's, it's, I don't is, know anything
0: about Statlander, man. I mean, I've seen her work in the ring. I've never seen her really talk. I don't know, so I don't know. But moving along. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm with uh you. We got a Tony Storm promo. They're going to have a four-way next this Friday write that. to um, see who's going to fight her. I, f- I forgot who it's going to be. Oh, it's Britt Baker, Sky Blue, Mercedes Martinez, and Nyla Rose. Who's going to win that? Britt Baker, Probably
1: Brit Baker, most likely.
0: I mean, unless they they kind of screw her out of it. It's a four-way. There's no rules, so they can yeah. just go in there and flip her. But, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. They give the lineup for Rampage and next week uh, for Forbidden Door. Oh, the main event is Ricky Starks versus Jay White. Jay White. This time, everyone's banned from ringside. They have an uh, they have an all right match, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I'm gonna skip to the ending where there's a, a ref bump, and uh, when when Ricky Stark is trying to put his finisher on uh, Jay White, so it was, it was an interesting ref bump. I thought uh, he gets him up for his finishing move, and the referee leans right into it. It's like he's gonna get in there and stick his head in there. And...
1: Yeah, it was <laughs> not very good. I forgot. I think the ref's <laughs> name is Paul Turner. Well, first, I you know, well, what was not good is that you know I noticed that Stark signaled to the ref to move to that side so he could take the bump. You know, like because he was on the wrong side. I guess he was positioned incorrectly because obviously that was the spot in the match where the ref has to take a bump. I thought that was a little. I mean, not a little. Like uh, bad, yeah, I, was, I didn't
0: notice that. Oh, good catch. Good yeah.
1: Catch. He, he told them to move because he was on the wrong side and he did finally move to take the bump. I mean, it's... I mean, of all the things that AEW has done, this is not the worst of it, but it's never good that I, that I caught that, you know. Yeah. Not,
0: so two strong characters here. They don't want to yeah. put anyone over. Fuck finish. Here comes the guns. Well, Ooh.
1: yeah, the guns came out. I mean, I don't know if that means what specifically, like, why did they even interfere? Are like... Are they feuding, or are they joining the Bullet well, Club gold?
0: Maybe. That would be interesting. I mean, good. Let them get some more some more members. I mean, maybe Ricky Starks needs someone to distract him away from the title picture because, you know, he always wanted well, yeah, to. Because
1: it looks like the, the Bullet Club guys are going to be feuding with FTR, so where does that leave Starks? So maybe now Starks can feud with the guns. I don't. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know what kind of match they would have, like a handicap match or something. Or I don't know. Need a,
1: <laughs> well, maybe a, he needs a partner.
0: Needs I a guess. Tackle. I mean, he could probably beat the guns by himself as a character.
1: But, <laughs> but uh, I would. I don't think that should happen. I, I. I don't support that. I don't. I never support one guy beating two guys.
0: <laughs> well, it depends on the situation. But anyways, that's it. Yeah. We summarize what we've want to talk about for the last week. Uh. That was pretty good. I liked how the video was uh, in there yeah. already. Yeah. So I don't have to do as much post production. It's taken me a long time to do that and output it, but uh, you know, for a show that you know, not really people are aren't really watching that closely. I think it's better mm-hmm. to do it like this. It, look, it looks nice. You know? Yeah. it looks good. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I'm pretty sure it won't get taken down. But we'll see. But you,
1: they... you think uh, if, if Robert was here, you wouldn't be able to put that on the screen, would you?
0: Yeah, I would. I would just move us around. Oh, you... I would. I would move our our images around and rework oh, it. See. But yeah, we could still do it the same way. You know. Gotcha. But uh, all right, so dynamite's over. Uh, yeah, I know you're gonna give it a bad grade. What do you think?
1: Um, I probably give it a. I mean, it was pretty bad. I mean. It... Is really that one segment that was any good? Everything else was pretty, pretty much junk. Well, uh, I'll give it a C minus.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. That's what I would have said. C minus because the Adam Cole uh, MJF stuff was a significant start to their feud. So yes. that's uh, that's interesting. It was it was a good bagging contest. Um yeah. But yeah, also a lot of matches that were just not really uh no one really cares about you know the the texas tornado uh the international title uh the tbs title the uh ricky stars jay white match which again didn't have a conclusive ending but um you know the matches i could have i could have done without i i mean i had it on yesterday you know when i do laundry i have laundry in my bathroom so i have the show on (laughs) while i'm just i'm just listening to it kind of you know but if I'm actually going to pay attention to this and sit through it, I would not really have enjoyed a lot of these matches. But I did enjoy the MJF Adam Cole stuff. So for yeah. the fact that there was something significant and okay, I won't give it a D. But yeah. the fact that there was really nothing else, I'll give it a mm. barely, barely passing grade of a C-. Yeah, Alright then, that's Black. Fair. Good show. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. You're the man, man. No problem. I'd like, I, I, I like I like this one a lot better. There was no audio troubles with sound. You sound great. You sound great. That's
1: that's Also, great. also
0: there were no audio troubles with your microphone. But uh, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> Dude, so, uh, Miami's uh down two to one now in the finals. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you think they had a chance after that after it was one one and what about now? Well, you yeah. Think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I still think they have a chance, but I think Denver should win this. I think I said that even – maybe even after game two. I don't know. I mean, definitely Miami has a chance, though. They're in it. But it's, it's going to be tough because they Denver has a better overall team, and they have more ways to, to, to score, more guys that can score, more consistent offense. Um, I mean – it's possible the one thing that's in Miami Saver is the coaching, because I think obviously, I think Spolster's is a really good coach, but it's gonna be tough. I think they could be. I think they might be able to get another game off them, maybe, maybe. But if not, it might just end in five. So if they win the next, if Denver wins the next game, they'll probably close out in five. So we'll see. We'll see yeah. tomorrow. But
0: they do tend to in these playoffs. They've tended to put the uh put the foot on the throat when they when the other teams think like oh I'm going to win this game and get back into the series yeah. and then it doesn't happen so I'm sure Miami thinks like oh let's just win this game and make it 2-2 but if it doesn't happen it's pretty much over here um, yeah well I
1: think Miami's you know, going to give it a good shot they, they got they got they played with a lot of heart a lot of pride and things like that they're not just going to lay down but at the end of the day it's going to be a tough game because if Denver's on their game they are better they are better, so... You we'll know, see. I wasn't...
0: I was working during that game three. Why did, uh... Why was it so uh, easy for, uh... For... Uh, well, Denver? it was
1: close in the first half, though. So, it was like a five-point game at the half, but they really just killed them in that third, and they never looked back. They, that third quarter was disastrous for the Heat. Everything was going well for Denver. I mean, everybody was hitting shots. The Heat really weren't scoring the ball well, so... Uh, you got to give Denver some credit. They were basically killed them in that third quarter. It's kind of what they've done in some games versus some teams. They just have a really big quarter against the team. Uh, you know, they did it against the Lakers. I think they had some games like that against the Suns where they just like annihilate them in a quarter, and then that's pretty much usually the game. You know, like when you when you outscore a team whatever by 15, 20 points in in one quarter, it's hard to really come back from something like that. You know so they they have these amazing quarters sometimes where they just really kill you I mean he'd have to avoid that like at all costs in the next game they can't get killed like that I mean they could loot quarters but they can't get killed by 20 points in a quarter you know so we'll see but obviously you know with Murray and the Joker playing at such a high level especially the joker I mean he's just ridiculously good uh, it's gonna be tough tough for the
0: all right, Vlad. Well, on that note, I'm gonna end the show here. Um, I'll call you back to uh, ask you about how you've been doing in your personal life. You know, we won't discuss it on the show, but I know you've been <laughs> right. going through some shit. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I've been I've been uh, I got through a work week. This is like my Friday, So when I get off yeah. on on today, like I'm so like drained from the week, and you know, doing these. Yeah. Shifts and pretty tired, you know, doing these shows. But when once I hit the once I hit record, you know, it feels pretty good. I must say, I like doing it. So, yeah, thank you. It's it's
1: fun. It's fun. Thank you, man.
0: Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, man. Anyways, uh, we'll see uh, if we're gonna hang out tomorrow for this game. Maybe it's Jim's birthday. Our friend Jim from the bar. So. Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we can go hang out with them and watch this game four. Is it tomorrow? Game four? It's tomorrow. going to yeah. give them another day off like they always do. Fucking ten days no, off it is between games. Alright then. We'll see what happens. Not for, ga- yeah. right.
1: they will for game five. But not for game four. So Game four is tomorrow.
0: Alright man. Uh, well, We'll see you later Vlad. That's the end of this episode of Malapurk Smart right, Wrestling. We'll see you next week hopefully. Bye. Alright man. Have a good one man. Take care. Good night. Good night.